Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. Thank you so much for tuning into the Holderness Family Podcast. Yes. This is just our, not just, not just, let's not minimize. This is our Tuesday release, normal, regular scheduled podcast. It's a fun one today. It's a fun one. It's so uh, funny. You just said podcast. Podcast. It's, it's like you're becoming our Midwest, Midwest neighbor, neighbor a little oh, bit. I love her. <laughs> I just want to remind you on Thursdays, usually Thursday afternoon around four or five, we post a recap podcast of our time in the amazing race and just some stuff you don't see behind the scenes and you know what we are experiencing. Check those out as well. Yeah, uh, we have a lot of fun with that. We also have a lot of fun with this. When you come to this part of the podcast, a lot of time it's us just trying to be better at being married to each other. A lot of times we bring in experts and they give us their advice. Today, it's a little bit more marriage talk, but we're talking about advice that we would tell our newlywed selves. Kim, quick, you have three seconds. How long have we been married? <laughs> Long enough to have to do math. I know. No, I was. I it took me a so, second. So hold on. I'm like, what? First of all, what year are we in? Yeah. I I can't. I'm still in 2021. Everybody's yeah. talking about 2022. So we're in 2022. Okay. So do you know how long we've been married? 16 and a half. Th- 16 and three quarters years. Almost 17 years. That's right. That that. That blows my mind. Yeah, it's it's that a I, first legitimate of all, that amount I, of time that I'm old enough to have been married for 17 years. I mean, that's crazy because I feel like if you're married for 17 years, you're pretty old. I remember looking at people who had high schoolers and who had been married for 17 or 20 years and thinking, God, you guys have been married for a long time. And now we're those people. We are those people. I, I'm happy to be married to you. I'm thrilled. I can't believe like I, this is like being on a heater on a craps table. <laughs> I feel very lucky. <laughs> I loved being I love being compared to Vegas. I love this exercise of what advice we would tell our new, newlywed selves because I love the exercise of what would you tell yourself 10 years ago? What yeah. advice would you give yourself 10 years ago? Because it's always the advice you should follow now. So I th- think that by going through this process and coming up, it is a good reminder for us. I mean, we did yeah. write a marriage book. Everybody fights, so why not get better about it? Available everywhere. And we've still learned stuff since that book. But we've learned so much since. So going through this helped us as people who've been married for 17 years kind of remind ourselves of some good strategies. Before we get started, a quick reminder, please subscribe to our podcast if you could. If you have not already, it makes a big difference. And if you leave a review, it's a massively important part of our ecosystem. And I love it when you can leave like a written review on iTunes or Spotify or those like that's great. It's like. It really helps us there. But uh, Robin from Georgia called in, and let's hear what she has to say. Hi, Kim and Penn. This is Robin from Georgia, and I don't have a question right now, but I just wanted to give you a call and let y'all know that I love your show. Y'all always make me laugh, and I have taken some of the advice that y'all have given um, about marriage into account in my own, and I'm trying to do things to make things better. So I just wanted to say thank you. Love the show. Bye. Thank you, Robin. Robin, you know what I love most about people in the South is they say y'all. Yes. And, and it's, and it, but the way it just, it, it, it's, it's just, it is a word here. It is an immediate identifier of where you are. I know. I, I love that, it. Robin, you're so sweet. Thank yeah. you. By the way, that phone call came in from our phone line. We and are, it, his mind is blown that people still use a phone you, call to call Did people. you guys know you could use your phone as a phone? <laughs> we don't. We don't. Like it has someone, to be an emergency for me to call often, somebody. How often somebody calls you, how often do you say, like, 
reject call. Sorry, slammed. What's up? Like on text. And you're just scrolling you don't through TikTok. To people yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're not slammed. If if my phone rings, my friend Julie called me last night. It was eight o'clock, and I was like, <gasps> something's wrong. Something. And she she just wanted to talk. I was like. Mm, <laughs> I, I can't do that right now. Sorry. Did you tell her? Like, no, you had just come in with dinner. So oh, that's right. I yeah. That. So I had okay. an excuse. I would have talked to her. You usually give Julie, like Julie has uh, been a member of this podcast. She pops yes. in every once in yeah, a while. Anyway. So. so if you wanted to call us, it's 323-364-3929. 323-364-3929. We occasionally ask for prompts, but if you have a question, if you have a suggestion for a future guest or a topic, we'd love to hear from you. Okay, so let's get to the meat and potatoes here. Can you tell I want meat and potatoes for dinner right now? It's it's snowing outside, <sighs> so it's really... It's a been a carb-heavy January because yeah. of this weather. Uh, we have been married, as we said, almost 17 years, and someone asked us recently what advice we wish we could go back and tell our newlywed selves. Wouldn't it be great if we could just go back and tell ourselves, hey, just do this, and it'll be so much easier. So we're going to share some things we've learned along the way in our journey together. And we also asked you what advice you would share. So we've got, we've got three things. We've got our advice. Mm-hmm. We've got your advice. Uh, those wonderful listeners who have sent in stuff. And then we've got phone call advice using the phone. That's a phone to call in. with. It's advice. a fun one, you guys. Yeah. Um, and we're just going to kind of bounce around. Okay. You want to go first? Do you want me to do my advice first or do you want me to do their advice first? I'm totally up for either, but I I don't have an opinion. Let's go through our advice. Okay, let's do that first. Just because it's that way in yeah. our Google Doc. So I've got three things which I turned into five. Cool. Ready? Yeah. Uh, while there is 100% of actual effort, this is what you learn as soon as you say I do, there is 100% of actual effort, right? Like if, if, if you're trying to push a truck across a finish line, you give 100% and it gets there. Maybe one person does 50%, the other one does 50%. While there's 100% of actual effort in marriage, there is 150% of perceived effort. So if you think you're doing 75% of the effort, you're actually only doing about 50%. So It's a pride thing. For somebody who's not a math person, it broke my brain a little bit when you very early in our marriage kind of came up with this. Like you have to do... If you feel like you're doing 50%, you're, you're doing not. 25%. Right. You have to you have to work so hard at just daily life tasks, um, the, all of the things that come in a partnership. You have to feel like you're doing 75% of it. Um, because yeah. it's more than you think. And there's always things that other people are doing that your wife or your husband or your spouse are doing that you don't see. And also, don't be the person who's like, okay, honey, I just uh, cleaned the windows. Oh, I which, know. And I, I, I'm guilty of that. Yeah. So that's... again, these, we're giving you these pieces of advice because we've screwed it up already, right? Yes. So I'll, I'll, my first piece of advice is something my mother told me on our wedding day. My parents were married for 27 years and got divorced. And they are now, I'm happy to report, happily married, remarried other people, and they're doing great. I think something our, my parents learned in their marriage, um, and it's so vital. She just looked at me and said, just be nice to each other. And I think it's such simple advice, but dang, sometimes it's hard. It is hard sometimes. You get frustrated with each other, um, and it's sometimes it's hard to be nice, but we did write about this in our book, is that we sometimes save the worst of ourselves for the people we love the most and we're most comfortable with because we know 
I know you're always going to be there for me. So sometimes I'm a B because I'm in a bad mood. It's been a bad day. Something goes wrong at work and I just lash out at you because I know you're safe. You can't do that. Yeah. So just be nice to each other. Can I can I say something just kind of meta here? Uh, you are winning the contest of advice so far. That's like such a good, simple piece of advice that you just gave. And I did like the 100 and 151. You did calculus. That, yeah. That's, yeah. So you're in first place right now. Congratulations. Every, by, by the way, if I'm you very can't tell, we're very competitive even yeah. with each other. You're, but I just <laughs> which, gotta, is, which would yeah. explain why we wanted to go on The Amazing Race. Right. Exactly. Point Kim. <laughs> Although I do think the 150% thing is true. So, I, know, I let's suck not... at explaining it. No, you're fine. Okay. Let's just move on. So here's my next one. And this one is... It was controversial. Yes. When we con- were when we were going through life. It was controversial with my family and I understand why. And look, you may not like this advice, but I'm going to give it. Live together for a hot second before you get married. Mm-hmm. This drove my mom nuts. But we moved in. We actually didn't have a choice. But now looking back on it, I'm so glad we did. Best thing we did. We moved into a tiny little apartment in Tribeca, New York, that we could only afford because it was part of the rent abatement that happened after um, 9-11. I mean, God, it was a beautiful location. It was a tiny little apartment. And we went through some real struggles while we were engaged and got in some fights and had some conversations that paved the way to a more comfortable agreement on how to live together. And that's not what you want when you're like going through this fairy, like imagine going through like the fairy tale wedding and then the honeymoon, and then you get plopped together in an apartment like that. Everybody's going to have their own opinion, but I think for us, it was very helpful to have experience living together beforehand because it was hard. I think the reason why they say the first year marriage is so hard it's because You're living people, together. Are, people are living together and combining lives for the first time. I think it gets tricky, though. Here's where I would say it gets tricky is that say, like, let's try this out. Let's live together. And no, it's not ideal. But then splitting a house, like, but then splitting finances and stuff and kind of unattaching yourself at that point becomes really complicated. So here's a solution. Live together when you get engaged. Make that your probationary period. You've already you've already committed your lives to each other. You're going to have finances together. There's a ring on your finger. Let's move in together while this is happening. Is that stupid? No, I mean, I, I don't know. There's a perfect solution, but I think that if or maybe you sign a year lease, like there's a deadline to it where you make a decision or something. Yeah, I think for that, like there's going to be some terror and some expectations of getting of getting married because you're doing that. Yeah. So obviously we're not perfect at this, no. but I think our, I, we would tell, <laughs> we would tell our kids to do that. I mean, if they're adults, if they're, if, I, I don't think it'd be a great idea, like right out of college, No. but we were almost 30 at this point. No, I think it, the, the best time to live together or to decide to live together. And look, I understand people who live together before this. I have no judgment on anyone oh, living together yeah. at any point in time. But if you've made a, a, a vocal or commitment. commitment to each other to wanting to spend the rest of your lives together. There's that like nine months to sometimes people take two years before you actually tie the knot. And that might be a good time to just give it a run because this is what it's going to be like. And it is different for both of us. I, I, we, we, I remember there was a night and it was, it was late at night and we were fighting about something and you were like, are we still getting married? And I'm like, I think so, but I don't know. Like we, the fight was that big. I remember it. And um, I remember what I said. What'd you say? Well, you were, so you were, you were having your first anxiety attack. 
Yeah. And I wasn't familiar with it. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what anxiety was. I just thought you were being incredibly irrational. It wasn't my first, but it was my first that you experienced. Yeah. But you like, you just kind of flew off the, I shouldn't use the word flew off the handle, but that's kind of what happened. You were like, this house looks like bleep. This couch looks like bleep. I was trying to move stuff around to try to make it more spacious for you because you were worried about it. So I was trying to fix it. And then you started screaming and I just, I was so frustrated. I looked at you and I said, what's going to happen when we have real problems? Yeah. And that was a real, probably punch in the crotch for you. Do <laughs> girls use that term? I mean, I think it'd be very painful. If punch you in the boobs? I think, um, oh God, no, pen. Well, I'm no, trying to think much. of something that was painful all for pain, you. Any, any punches are painful. Right, and I'm sorry for all of it, but I think looking back on it, that had to hurt to you because you were having a real it felt thought real and to feeling. Me. And I, that was just like immediately discounting it and me saying, this is nothing. But I was like a cornered cat. So that, yeah, after that fight, we, it took a while for us to recover. And I'm glad that we did. And I'm also glad that we had the fight. Yeah. I mean, because I, I had every intention of marrying you. But in that moment, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. Okay, moving on. Uh, my second piece of advice is assume your partner is doing the best they can. It's kind of our house motto over here is like, I'm doing the best I can because you you should just assume that they are bringing you their best. And sometimes their best kind of sucks. <laughs> but if you can assume, if you assume the best out of them, it, it really does help soften the mood because there are times when, I mean, I'm trying to think of an example. Maybe Penn is not as tidy as I need him to be or want him to be, or he forgets something or he loses something. It's really easy to get frustrated. And sometimes I do, but I know you're trying your best. And I know with, you know, you have ADHD, you work so hard, you are running all, you, you do most of the driving for the kids. So you're, you're balancing a lot. And so some things get dropped figuratively and I have to just assume you are doing your very best. That's a good one. Yeah. I think you're still winning. All right. Number three for me, uh, guys, <laughs> guys, guys, this is for you. Uh, you very likely just landed someone who is way above your level. There was a party <laughs> where she was wearing awesome clothes and everyone came up to you and said, man, are you a lucky guy? Right. I used to wear awesome clothes. Don't no, do it. But guys, guys, the honeymoon's over. Don't like plop down on the couch with a beer and survey your domain that you've conquered. Don't do a victory lap. Okay. I'm take, so confused. Take good care of yourself. Take care of your wife. And then instead of just doing a victory lap, do the work and surprise her with what a good husband you really can be because you've got it in you. Everyone's got it in them. Take it as a personal challenge for me, because this is how you speak to guys. This is me saying, um, you're probably going to screw this up. Prove me wrong. Do the work early and surprise her with how to, good a husband you can be. Don't disappoint her that you're, that you're sitting there just enjoying the fact that you landed someone who's like three or four points above you on the point scale. <laughs> I don't even know how to follow up on this. Don't follow up. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Do the work. Do the work. It is work. Um... Here's one. Go to bed angry. Yeah, I this is we, one of your famous ones. I, I looking back, um, one of that big huge blowout we had when we were still engaged, and every big huge blowout we've had since. I, I am not a productive human when I'm tired, and I lose the ability to form words. I say things I don't mean just to stop the argument, and I have learned that 
just sleeping on it and waking up with a cooler head and not ignoring the problem. You do not ignore the problem, but saying, hey, let's set like 10 a.m. tomorrow. Let's clear the calendar. We're going to have like, let's finish this. But for right now, I need to go to bed. You know what? Uh, While that advice, as you said before, can apply not only with newlyweds, but also forever. Mm -hmm. That's an evergreen one, kind of like the doing the best you can one. It has special meaning for newlyweds, I think. So I'm glad you brought it up in this point, uh, in this part as well, because newlyweds have a very hard time gathering this. They feel like they've got to finish the fight, right? And they stay up super late and they scream at each other. And sometimes I, we used to drink more when we were younger, like all, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. You're drinking more. You're, um, and I, but I think the classic advice that my grandparents gave us was like, never go to bed angry. Uh, and I, why? No, sleep is good. Yeah. Put yourself in a better situation to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Penn, you know I'm always looking for a snack that's both nutritious and tasty. Both a little snacky, yes. Uh, but of course, the healthy stuff tastes like sand, and the stuff that tastes good isn't healthy, right? Not IQ Bar. Their plant protein bars are a quick, low-carb option that I love to grab for my midday slump. So start each day right with IQ Bar's brain and body boosting bars, hydration mixes, and mushroom coffees. Their ultimate sampler pack includes all three. Get seven IQ Bar flavors, four IQ Mix flavors, and four IQ Joe flavors. And today, our listeners get an exclusive offer for 20% off plus free shipping. Just text Holderness to 64000, which is 64000. All IQ Bar products are entirely free from gluten, dairy, soy, GMO, and artificial sweeteners. Plus, they're packed with high-quality ingredients to keep you physically and mentally fit. And they have a bunch of delicious flavors like chocolate sea salt, which is my favorite, peanut butter chip, and wild blueberry. Don't forget over 10,000 five-star reviews and counting. Refuel smarter with IQ Bar's Ultimate Sampler Pack. That's seven IQ Bars, four IQ Mix sticks, and four IQ Joe sticks. And now our special podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ Bar products plus free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text HOLDERNESS to 64000. Get your discount. Text HOLDERNESS to 64000. That's HOLDERNESS to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. This show is sponsored by Care Of. Pen. The birds are singing. Mm-hmm. The the buds are on the tree. Yes. Winter is finally turning into spring. Yeah, you're a big fan of the spring. And you know, I also love the sun finally coming out from hiding. And you know me. The cold weather just wreaks havoc on my skin, my energy levels, everything. And that is why you've... Kim, you've been trying the Care of Vitamin Packs? Yep, they have these daily packs that you can take on the go, like ceramides, which help reinforce your skin's protective barrier, and iron for energy levels. Yeah, it's awesome because all you do to get started is take a short online quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals, and Care of will give you doctor-backed recommendations. And they ship high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. And something new at Care of, if you're not yet ready to subscribe to monthly packs, some of their best-selling vitamins are now also available in bottles. 
For 50% off your first Care Of subscription order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code HOLDERNESS50. That's 50% off your first Care Of subscription order at TakeCareOf.com and use code HOLDERNESS50. I think I'm going to combine these two I've got on the, on the page here. You know what? And I, by the way, I stole this one from you, Kim. Oh, okay. okay. So this can be both of us. I just wrote it down because I didn't know if you were going to do it. If you can manage, don't have kids like right away. Like if you can. We, we only waited a year. I know. This is advice we're giving to our newlywed selves. Yeah. Don't have kids like right away. Give yourself some time for it to be just the two of you and to appreciate that unique bond because from the moment you get pregnant, that bond becomes secondary in many ways. So take some time to define your relationship so that when that moment comes that you start a family, you can look at each other and say, we are still going to be each other's favorite person, not the kids. You said that. I'm pointing yeah. to you, Kim. You said that to me. So we defined our relationship, even though we didn't necessarily go that long without having kids because I was like, I really wanted many me's running around. It was my fault we're still going to be each other's favorite person. So find a way to define that relationship so that you are each other's favorite person forever. And I don't like, if your kids get pissed about that, we tell our kids that like, yeah. you're not, I'm like, you're not my favorite. I'm yeah. So they, then they know. And I think we model that our relationship is the, it's the most important one. We love them. We worship them. But when it comes down to it, I mean, Lola's a freshman in high school. We're, she's already talking about colleges. She's leaving soon. Like, they're they're going to be gone soon. And, it, and then you're stuck with me again. I know. So I have to say, I, on the way to go pick her up from practice the other day, there was a song that came on that just reminded me of her. And I started thinking about her leaving from college. And I started crying in the car thinking about her leaving. What was the song? It's the song. Butterfly kisses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in, is it Katie Tunstall or something that, that suddenly I see? Oh, So yeah. that song yeah. was playing in the dressing room when I was trying on my first pair of maternity jeans when I was pregnant with her. And I just have this very vivid, because I like we did, it was one of those things where Penn and I, after I was on the pill and I it was on antibiotics and we, it, so the pregnancy happened, it was just like, bloop, oh, wait, and we shared a fork, we're pregnant. So it was very it happened very quickly and um, obviously no regrets. We love our Lola, but I, it, that song was playing in the dressing room. I was like very hormonal. So it came on again as about, about to go pick her up and I start crying. I'm like, Oh my God, she's going to leave me soon. So but it took you back to that moment. It took me back to that moment. But then I started thinking about getting the next part of our life, you know, starting the next part of our life together. And it got me, I was excited. I mean, I love these kids. I don't want them to go anytime soon, but I am excited just to get to hang out. We have spider trap plans in motion that we're trying to do to keep our kids from completely ignoring us. Like that's where you are, um, where you, you want to find out, especially when they're in high school and you see them kind of going out and having we're fun. We're trying to own. create like fun trips that, yeah. you know, spider traps. Yeah. That we can like in, invite them on and pay for that, like yeah. become traditions. But at the same time, we're going to have a lot of fun together. Just the two of us. I'm excited. Yeah. What are we going to do when we don't have to drive? Like, by the way, Lola's going to get her <sighs> license soon. And we, I have to say, this has nothing to do with being a newlywed advice. It does. She's getting, she's going through driver's ed right now. And there's, it'll be a, more than a year before she gets her license. But it will make me very sad to not have that time in the car with her. Cause right now all I do is drive. I'm like an, just an unrated unpaid Uber driver right now, <laughs> but I love it. So here's the solution. 
get drunk and make her drive you around. <laughs> Not drunk, but like go to dinner and make her come pick you up and drive you home. Well, no, but I, I have a practice. So anyway, let, let, let's move on. Okay. Um, I'm just going to do um, one more. Okay. And this is one we just, I wouldn't say perfected, but one we um, we've been openly discussing and it's been like a main thing we've been focusing on with our relationship yes is learn to anticipate your partner's needs yeah. and we did a whole podcast on this but about the basis that is uh, this and it's something honestly we learned on the amazing race about our uh, that this is the part we came away with there are times for me specifically that I get so overwhelmed with life that I am not even capable of asking for what I need. So our family motto is I'm doing the best I can. Within our marriage, it's mature people ask for what they want. So whether it's what to order for takeout or how I want to be treated, mature people ask for what they want. But there are some times when my brain is so fried uh, with stress or anxiety or something that's happening that I don't know what I want. Um, so comically, Penn will, uh, you know, I'll walk in the door and something stressful has happened. He'd be like, I'm anticipating your needs. And he'll open up. He'll have just bought a bottle of wine. And it'll be getting cool. Like in the flash, freezer. Yeah. Flash frozen in the freezer. You know, I'll have a rough morning. He brings me a cup of coffee. Like, I'm anticipating your needs. And we kind of say it out loud. Days that are super stressful for you, I try to pick up the slack on carpool duty. Just something that get, I know I can see you're stressed. Let me do this for you. And it's been, it's been big. It's been big. That's a good one. Okay. So that's ours. We got so much great advice from others because I think a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are contemporaries of us. They're similar ages. They've been married for a while. And I think they enjoyed this exercise of being able to go back and give advice to their former selves. And in doing so, like, I, I think you're right. I think this is going to be great for newlyweds, but this isn't a bad thing for people who have been married for a long time to listen to. Right. So we have a call-in voice, a series of voicemail messages we're going to play and also advice that people wrote in. This first one is about people seeking therapy, especially if you have past trauma or mental health issues. Let's take a listen. Hey, Kim and Penn, this is Grace. I'm from Durham, North Carolina. And I think that my advice would be that both me and my partner should have been in therapy, individual therapy. I think most people could benefit from that. But I think that especially if you already know that you or your partner have had like maybe childhood trauma or are suffering from anxiety, depression, something like that, a lot of times, of course, you would lean on your partner for help um, and for advice and for all those things. And that's good. But that also can be a lot of pressure on them and a lot of and they're not qualified necessarily to carry some of those things. And so having a professional to walk you through that stuff is so important and it will help your relationship a lot. That was Grace from Durham, North Carolina. I just going to give that a slow clap. Yeah. We have been through couples counseling and have you, have you ever done individual counseling? No, no, you should. Yeah, um, I agree. For most of my adult life, like I started in college uh, going to see therapists. Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's in triage situations. Sometimes it's just a regular scheduled, especially during the pandemic. I Tri did. Triage is a good. Yeah. Way to put it. There are some things that yeah. you love me so much, but I have 
so much baggage right. no, that's that it's where, unfair that's it to you. We, we did an entire chapter about the baggage you bring into a marriage. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Therapy, there's a stigma to it. We tried to destigmatize it with our book. To say that we're going to go to therapy as a newlywed, I think that there's like there's going to be such a resistance because it's an admission of defeat. It's just an assumption, assumption that something yeah. is wrong in your marriage. Here's the thing. Grace just put this perfectly. Everyone has baggage. This person would almost be more of a coach to say, no, you're not doing anything wrong. Listen to what went on in this person's life before you even met them and how that shaped them as a person and how that has given them some deficits in how to deal with things emotionally. This is how you, other person, can help with this, right? Mm-hmm. Here's how you can empathize with it and here are some things you can do to help each other. So it's, it's I mean, honestly, newlyweds, almost the best time to go to therapy. I, and so the analogy somebody gave me one time is, you know, you go to, a, you take a tennis lesson to work on your backhand. Like why wouldn't, you go to see a counselor and you call it a coach, like we, you know, a marriage coach, if you want to, just to get the strategies for yeah. there to not be a problem. We have a, we have a, a couple friend who made it a date. So they made it like a day date. So they would get time. This is pre pandemic, get time off work. They would just carve out, they'd go to therapy and then they would, and they would have it just once a month just to talk about whatever came up, not, there wasn't a big problem. And then they'd go have a boozy lunch afterwards. That's awesome. And it's, I mean, that just to kind of keep things in line. And that's, I mean, that's not therapy. I'm glad you said that. Cause I mean, honestly, could we afford therapy when we were married? Was that, was that something? So we that's another thing that's like broken in our healthcare system that we, ha- I had, uh, we had insurance through my job and it was crap. So yeah. we would have had access to therapy, but we would have had to wait probably three months to get in and only probably yeah. uh, probably only six sessions would have been covered. So yeah, Ooh, it's broken. Hang on. Could you register for that? Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Oh, a gift registry. Yes. Instead of like, cause who freaking needs China? I know. Wouldn't I, I you did rather... put China on our registry, but, well, but therapy sessions. This yes. Is like, let's, let's, let's make this a thing. Couldn't you have like, I honestly, if someone put therapy on the registration for a wedding, that I mean, I feel like that's going to sell I would out buy in like, like ten sessions, two seconds, right? Yeah. And that's also an admission, like we're going to work on this, we're going to make this last. That's my new thing. <laughs> that's my new thing. Everybody who gets married is going to get a therapy session from the Holderness. You family. get a th- no, <laughs> let, like send it to me, send it, like put it, but put it on your registry, and I'm I don't even need to be invited to the wedding. I'm gonna like I'm gonna buy one of your therapy sessions. Okay. That's a great idea, me. <laughs> okay, next <All> one. <laughs> this one is about picking your battles. Hey, Kim and Penn. Uh, my name is Sydney, and I'm calling from California. And I wanted to let you know that I think some advice to my newlywed self would be to pick your battles. Um, sometimes it's easy to just get into, like, little stupid bickering or get annoyed at things that your spouse might do. I think that's just part of it. But... Um, I think if you pick your battles and know, like, when you really need to make an issue out of something, you know, and kind of let the small things go, I think that helps. Thank you, Sydney. That, that is great advice. I think there you, we would fight endlessly if we, if we nitpick. If we fought on everything? Yeah. So um, I remember a moment recently in a certain situation when we were about to get into it. And you stopped and you said, let's not do this now. Mm -hmm. And then we never did it. Yeah. It just wasn't important enough. It wasn't important. We just moved on. Yeah. 
there's a lot of things that you can just keep removing on. Yeah. I mean, there's don't don't avoid no, pick the, your battles. The, yeah. The big stuff. But yeah, just don't make just don't die on every hill. There's some written responses too before we get to those. Oh, yeah. Go for have, it. It's not always 50 50. Samantha says sometimes one of you needs more. One of you needs to step up. And I've I've talked about that before, too, that there are. T- and I think that's the anticipating your needs conversation is that sometimes Penn has realized like, oh, she's having one of those anxiety days. I need to be the one that like, I'm dealing with kids. I'm dealing with dinner. I'm dealing with homework. Like I got you today. So in that day, you know, the calculus of it all is that you're doing way more than 50. Goldilocks nutrition. Here we go. Your relationship doesn't have to look like other people's to be good. Just put each other first. Okay. I love this, this message because who isn't guilty of looking at some other couple and saying they've got blank, they've got blank, not necessarily out loud, but in your head saying that. Yeah. And I I think that some, sometimes people, I think we present, we are very happy. We're we're happy. We have a good marriage, but people be like, Oh, relationship goals. Y'all, we are not perfect. And so know that when you even, even when you're seeing us, that we can, snap at each other. We can be unfair. We can, all this advice we're giving, it's sometimes it's hard to put into practice. The only reason we can give advice is because we've screwed up so many times. You know, I will also say this. So our very dear friends, Chris and Michelle, who lived on the street, their family dynamic, it's so funny. They tease each other mercilessly. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to do that. And uh, No, I would cry. <laughs> um, like, I, and I, I love the dynamic, but their relationship looks different because they, the minute, like... I mean, I walk, I wear like the same sweatshirt every single day and I walk over there and he's like, Chris is like, Oh, see ya pulled out the good sweatshirt for us. So just their dynamic is so different, but their marriage is great. That's one of my favorite moments of getting to know other married couples. When I see like what their secret sauce is. Yeah. They it, just tease each other. What I'm, you know what I mean? It's like, that would never work for us, but my God, it looks cute on them. Right. Uh, and th- that is always one of my favorite discoveries. And I hope people have that uh, sense with us and it's not with envy at all. It's with, Man, that's, you know what? Mother Nature's a mad scientist, <laughs> okay, as Kramer once said. Let's go back to our voicemails. Choose your love and then love your choice. Put marriage first. Hi, Penn and Kim. My name is Melissa Baker. I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. And if I could give my younger self marriage advice 10 years ago when my husband and I got married, I would remind myself, choose your love and love your choice. And then as well, as much as our children always need us, our marriage has to come first because if our marriage doesn't stay together, our family doesn't stay together. Okay. Choose your love, love your choice. That's very catchy. I know. I want to know more <laughs> of what, what it means, but I love that. I love it. It sounds amazing. Should we like break it down and try to figure it out? So choose your love. First okay. of all, thank you for calling. Yeah, oh yeah. Thank you. So Melissa Salt Lake City, by the way, we've got three out of four time zones. So I'm feeling good about this. We've got West Coast, East Coast, Salt Lake. The competition part of Penn's brain is Cho- on. Choose your love. I think that means make good choices about who you're going to love. And then once you're done... Like, love the fact that you chose that person. Embrace and appreciate, like, I chose that person and I love the fact that I chose that person. I, I think that I think that tracks. Yeah. I, I, that I'm tracking with that. I Is it bad that I immediately went to, like, when ordering at a restaurant? Because... Oh, that's great, though. That, I think that's a good metaphor. Um, sometimes... You're terrible at that. I'm terrible at that. And then I don't always love it. And so, uh, can I tell you the sweetest thing Penn does? So sometimes I want to get adventurous and try something new, but he knows it's a bad idea. 
I'm like, yes, I'm going to have this vegan curry with eggplant. And he's like, oh, you're going to hate that. So then he orders the thing that he knows I'll like. And then I take one bite of my dish. He can tell I doesn't, I don't like it. And then he switches. He's like, just take this. And that's sweet. And he does that with wine too. Cause I get like really adventurous. I'm like, yes, I will try this varietal that it has zero reviews. Let me try that. And he's like, you're going to hate it. So he Kim, orders Kim Crawford. Yeah. He's like, I'll just, just, I'll get, just get a Sancerre and then you can have that when I'm done. Isn't that sweet? Um, that is also why I spend a little more money on appetizers. Because <laughs> you just need to be full. I just need to make sure that because the vegan curry is not going to fill me up. I need. <laughs> I don't need a piece of paper that somebody soaked in tomato sauce. <laughs> I'm sorry, vegans. No, you know, some vegan curry is good. I, I think it by definition is vegan because it's like a coconut base. I, I, I just made that up. So I do like I'd like some vegan I stuff every once in a while. OK, so let's do the next. I'm, I'm in a good spot to do the next audio. OK, there it's going to be hard days. Don't give up. Here we go. And this is coming from Haley in Arkansas. Hey, Kim and Penn. This is Haley from Rogers, Arkansas. And the advice that I would give my newlywed self would be that there's this expectation that after you get married, everything is going to be blissful and easy and exciting. Don't give in to that. The work has just begun. You are going to learn a whole new side of your partner you're going to learn a lot of things about each other, and it's not going to be easy. You're going to have difficult days, hard nights. You're going to get into the nitty-gritty of life, and you just have to put in the time and the effort and the hard work, and communication, I think, is key. So just be realistic. You may be a newlywed, but it's still a marriage, and it's still a partnership. So don't give up. Put in the effort. I love that. Yeah, I. I that, that you're is, a newlywed, but you're still married. Right, and I, and I look, I I want people to enjoy the bliss, right? So that's just one tiny correction. Thank you, Haley, for calling. By the way, but she's right. She's right because there's this there's this feeling of everything is perfect, and if you get sucked into that, the disappointment that comes after can be really crushing. So I do like, you know me, I'm a lower your expectations kind of guy so that you can just be happy all the time. That was a pretty good example of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going on vacations with Penn. Is so he's like, it'll probably suck. He does that as a mind trick so that everything else just seems awesome. Isn't that weird? Cause that's not normally like me, but it's just me needing to constantly be happy and pleased. Yeah. I just bring everybody down for a few minutes and then it's awesome. Okay, some some advice that was written in. Don't buy the fine china. Yes, we just talked about that. Register for therapy. <laughs> uh, learn to grow together or you become two different people and that can be hard to overcome. That's the Mark words. And this is actually great advice. His way is not wrong. It's just different than my way. And that I struggle with. <laughs> I was like wondering how you're. I have the only right way to do things. I am right. You are wrong. I was going to say, like, his way is not wrong. It's just different from my way. Or the advice of the man is just like, if you're capable of just going with it sometimes. But you. Do you want to come say hi? So Lola has just graced us with her presence. Lola just gave me the I'm going to go on a walk sign, which I love. Do you want to grab mommy's microphone and say hi? Hello, world. We're giving advice uh, for newlyweds. Like if if our if we were to give ourselves advice that you know when we were newlyweds. Do you have any relationship advice, Lola? You're 14. <laughs> I'd say that a way to a woman's heart is food. 
Yes. Money. <laughs> Awaits That's woman. all. Goodbye. Bye, Lola. Have a nice so walk. I have to say, Lola, before you leave. So somebody reached out on Instagram. They're like, are you hiding Lola? Because we don't see her anymore. I'm literally so busy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a really busy person. I'm sorry, guys. I have, I'm, I'm on a tennis team and I play tennis like two or three hours a day and I have school and I have homework and I'm trying to get all A's and everything. So I would, and they always film when I'm at school. So Lola, we, we've got a video for you to do pretty soon. I'm going to, I'm going to start exploring a nighttime skin routine for men. Oh. Do you think you could teach me a nighttime skin routine? Yes. I don't know if it will work. But I know you can't. <laughs> the internet doesn't care if it works. So L- Lola is our skincare guru. Uh, yeah, I just wasn't raised in a time when I had to take makeup off my face. I just, I, just I, I know it's yeah. fun. You do say, well, I love it. You're going to go for a walk. Okay. Lola's going to go for a walk. Put some gloves on. It's so cool. Oh, here we go. Oh gosh. Okay. She did. Lola you. just said pockets. <laughs> That's what pockets are. You know, pockets really are nature's gloves. <laughs> There should be more pockets in women's clothes. Okay, there thank it is. you. Thanks, Lola. Okay. Okay, where were we? Oh, uh, by the way, our kids have a snow day today, which is why. And a snow day in the south is pretty funny because oh schools are closed, and I'm looking outside, there and there ain't no snow. Nary a flake. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, uh, although we we lost power last weekend, so I'm kind of. So slight. they closed school today. Yeah. <laughs> we lost power last weekend, so they closed school today. Okay. Here's a great one. Raise at least two dogs before having kids. This is this is great. We have a similar story with goldfish that we'll tell you when we get done with this. I would advise me to raise at least two dogs for a full life term before raising children. I think after you've dealt with the dog throwing up, the dog peeing, the dog doing chewing everything in the world up, you're used to kids. Enjoy. Bye. That that's maybe like living together before you get married, like raise a dog. So we felt like I, I love this advice. That is great advice because you're going to see like, is your partner picking up the poop? Are they are they getting the vomit off the carpet? You know what I mean? Like what kind of partner is your person going to be? We decided as people that were thinking about maybe having kids that we should get a goldfish could just to see. And we did. And we did. So here's what happened with the goldfish. It died after two weeks because it's a. Goldfish. Well, no, it wasn't a goldfish. It was a betta fish, right? Which is like a purple fish with these like weird flowing like. But we robes. didn't kill it. It just died. <sighs> I've been trying to shield this from you for a while, but <gasps> we did kill it. How? Betta fishes are supposed to live forever. We didn't change the water out. Like we didn't have a filter. We thought it would be trendy to put it in a freaking vase. And we tried to change the water out as much as we could, but there was no like real filtration system. We didn't put it in a in a um in an actual tank that's meant for fish. What? No. No, we wouldn't have done that. We would have gotten a proper tank. No, we put it in a vase. Do you not remember? It was in a big fat flower it, it, vase it, it that was we thought a would be like a huge, trendy thing. No, it was a huge tall vase. It's like It was like two feet tall. It was, but even a two foot tall vase, I don't think we gave it enough water to oxygenate, it, uh, oxygenate itself. Like fish need like big tanks of water. Well, now I feel guilty. And, it, and also it's so tall, like how the heck do you swim? Like in circles. Anyway, I'm pretty sure we killed that fish. But we did a much better job with our kids. I just remember when the fish died, I had to take it out. And you took it so personally, you were like in the corner. I I was really sad. Now now I'm a fish murderer. Okay, I'm going to make you feel better. Okay. Um, This just happened to me. I was about to say this person's name because there was a name on it. And they didn't say it there. And I was like, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it says Noname. I'm not sure where they're from. And I'm just now realizing that it's it's, it's no name. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, Sam, who edited this for me, didn't have a name and she just put no name in it. And I almost said, let's listen. No, to, no. Let's listen to Naname. And so, so, there, so I'm an idiot. Okay. If that makes you feel any better. It does. Killing, it it kind of does. Killing the fish. Okay. Th- can we do this one? It says something about don't chase Hallmark romance. I haven't heard this yet, but you know what big fans we are of Hallmark movies. So let's hear this one. Hi, this is Victoria Jasandi from Greater Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I just wanted to give advice to my younger self. I've been married for 25 years, five mm-hmm. kids. And if I had one thing to tell my younger self, it would be don't listen to all the TV Hallmark shows, the romance novels, or the love songs. Love is so much deeper than romance. Love it. And if you keep chasing romance, you're going to be really disappointed. I would have told her love is so much deeper than that. It's a gift of self to the other. I love that advice. It's, first of all, the reason why Hallmark is so dreamy and easy to watch is because they make love look so easy. It's escapism. Right. But it's not real. No. Nothing is real. As long as you understand that when you watch it, right? And I love how she ended too, because I think it's, she said it in a different way, but the anticipating of needs and sometimes you're doing more than 50% is a way to say you are there to serve. Like if you come in with that service mindset, like I'm not serve, like I'm going to wait on your hand and foot, but like, what can I do to make your life better like it's an act of service like is there something i can do or say that will help you and you come at it with that attitude it's it kind of changes the tone i have i have nothing to add that's well said i thought she did a great job we've got one more call in and um our note from this is very energetic guy (laughs) (laughs) this was their favorite is this our first guy i think so i was about to say justin thank you i know Hey, it's Justin from Philadelphia. (laughs) And the question today really got me intrigued. What advice would I give my newlywed self? I think it kind of goes along with your book. In arguments, in disagreements, in fights with your significant other, there is no win or lose. There's nobody who wins because that means somebody loses and you're a team. So if one loses, you both lose. Holy crap. I know who Justin is. (laughs) We just got pranked, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> it's it's like yeah. No, but it's really sweet of him to call. Um, yes, I that believe I know is that I'm shrouded like, in other information, isn't it? Um, <laughs> no. I, so, just I love that Justin called. Justin uh, has a podcast called Races Recap um, that uh, does amazing race recaps, and it was honestly one of the I listened to all the recap podcasts, but it was one of the ones I listened to to be prepared for the Amazing Race. But I heard that voice. I'm like, I know that voice. Right. We we hear that voice. But I'm flattered that he called. That's very sweet. And and, um, you know, it's it's interesting. He went on the race and not to make this about the amazing race, but I think he learned so much about his relationship when he was there. And I, it's, it's been interesting because I've I'm, I'm, like I from what I hear from all of his recaps, he grew a lot closer with his wife, like by going through all those stress points. But I also like let's take this opportunity to say sometimes what they show is not the entire picture. I yes. think Akbar and Sherry on our season right now, we know them as human beings and they are lovely selfless people who value each other and are great life partners but out of frustration the amazing race makes you do and say things you wouldn't normally do and say and so i think 
similar to when Justin went through, I think you see like people kind of like maybe snapping or being like, and if you kind of do a montage of those, it it looks, it doesn't look great. But Justin was like, is one of the most successful people ever on the amazing race. He like won, um, he almost tied the record came of a number of legs won. Anyway, Justin, thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for all of the call-ins. We have a couple more write-ins, correct? Mm -hmm. Let's do them. Prioritize your relationship. Don't let kids and work take over leaving no time for couple things and couple things are in air quotes I would say we also we did write about this is that if times get really busy we put hashtag couple things on our calendar and we schedule time for mommy daddy time because that is don't you feel like that's the first thing to go when things get stressful is that mommy daddy time and and hopefully that's not going during the newlywed phase, but sometimes it does. Right. Uh, and the bottom line is it, there's no shame in saying we're going to have some us time and we're putting it on a freaking calendar. So no one can no one can touch that. Mm-hmm. Just like no one can touch an important meeting. Right. right? It's got to be prioritized. Jennifer Lush, don't take anything personally. If your spouse is grumpy, it might be that they have had a really crummy day and you are their safe space where they can let it go. Give them some time and some breathing room. Jennifer, you win the award of the thing that most relates to me from when I was a newlywed. I thought, and it, it, it lasted for years, really until we started talking to Christopher and got into marriage counseling. I thought it was my job to fix her and make her happy. And when she couldn't <laughs> There's be- no fixing this. And when she was in a snit or had a bad day, I took it personally. Absolutely did. And I think I might still a little bit, but I've gotten better. Uh, oh, a thousand percent. And um, that is the thing about partnering somebody with anxiety and depression is that the sun is shining. There's a roof over my head and my kids are healthy. And still there's going to be days where I just can't do life very well. And I think in the beginning, you were just trying, you were trying your best, which is like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let me fix you. And now you're like, Hey, I got you. What do you need? Like, sometimes I'm like, I need you to tell me to go on a walk. And you're like, okay, here's your shoes. Get out of bed, do it. So, um, we've learned that. I want to thank you all for taking this so seriously. I hope if you are listening to this and you've been married for how many years have we been married? You still don't remember. What is it? I just told you. <laughs> 16 and three quarters. <laughs> yeah, years. good. You got it. I, I was playing. I remembered. <laughs> that it's a good reminder how to treat each other. And if you're a newlywed and somebody has forwarded this to you, being married is fun, right? It like, is. I think that life is hard and marriage can be hard, but loving each other shouldn't be hard. And it's the most important thing you'll ever do, in my opinion, and it's more important than having kids. Sorry. It is. Sorry, children. Sorry, and I children. hope you, I think Tina Fey had this quote, like when her teenager pays attention to her, it's like the office, the cute guy in the office, like her office crush. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm always like when Lola is like sweet and pays attention to us. That's why when she came upstairs, I was like, oh my God, what do you need? Everything. Oh my gosh, I love you so much. <laughs> Mostly because, I mean, it's not that she's not moody or anything no, like that. We so just busy. don't see her. She's so busy. Like that, that was actually the fact that she came up to say hello to us was lovely. I know. I'm and like, she is, I, I want also want to say Lola came in and she was, she answered the question exactly as we asked her, but she has become a lovely woman and is an absolute treat to be around. I know. I just love being around her. I, both of our kids, the reason why people are like, why are you hiding? Lola from us. I'm like, no, dude. So she goes to school until three 30 and then she plays tennis until seven, seven. and then she does homework and until she, 10. And so basically I drive her places and feed her during or the driver's week. Ed. Or, yeah. 
and and then weekend she's doing driver's ed so i really don't we don't and i'm not gonna say hey lola when do video no i'm not gonna do that i think it would work if you use that voice hey lola <laughs> No, our kids, I mean, they, I, they're really, they're proud of us and they enjoy doing this. And Lola's always coming up with, <laughs> she's like, mom, should we do another shopping video? Knowing that I bought her stuff the last time we did. So I'm like, no, we yeah. can just save your allowance, girl, if you want new jeans. Right. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, I think that went well. I think we'll have very few edits. I think production wise, it was quality. I, I give myself an A minus. I give you an A plus. It's not a competition. Yes, it is. Everything's but a competition. I did a little better than you. I mean, your pieces of advice were good. I had, I, I, my grade went up with a registry idea. I think that's going to be, become a national thing. And you're well, welcome. there are mental health services online. We've talked about them here. So it would be easier to get mental it's well it's just freaking expensive right it, you know it, like that's the thing like we couldn't go into counseling when we just got married but we could but we were registering for zero for fear away yeah for china and we use on thanksgiving and easter i will say that the insurance thing is real because i remember it i was like in a triage moment and i really needed some professional help and because of our insurance it, the, only these few practices took our insurance and so i had to wait something like six or eight weeks. And then the, the practitioner had to then decide how many sessions I could get. So I think it was like the, because it's like on a form, because you're dealing with this issue, then you get six, you know, so it's not ideal. It's not ideal. So that's, I do think registering is really, really and I have to say now that we are in our mid forties and can, we have made therapy a priority, I can self-pay and so yeah. I can decide that I can go to somebody and self-pay and then we just make different decisions about, okay, we're not going to go out to eat this week. Right. But when you're getting married, let your rich parents and uncles carry, like take care of that for you. <laughs> we did not have rich parents. I said uncles. You had some money. <laughs> my uncles, not, no, there was no okay. money on my right. side. Just throw, it so out baby. There. just throw it out there. I don't need a salt shaker. I don't need Vera Wang. I may do like an entire list of like what we, we should actually register for. That'd be great blog posts. Yeah. What, so what, okay. What else do you think you would have registered for? Um, I don't know. Like, don't you feel like we like winter coats and just stuff that like <laughs> stop a, stuff that adults need like Uggs. I don't know. Like it's, it's always these no. things that, to help build a home together. And it's, it's like this salt shaker that rotates on the top and it's made out of pewter and it's $75 and you lose it after three days and you could just get one of the ones that just shakes salt on top of you when you could use that $75 on piano lessons i don't know like thing like maybe, experiences yeah exactly just think like honestly things that would instead of things that would make your home look more like the pottery barn why not register for things that make your marriage stronger and make it last longer i don't know what those things are i've had friends to register for their honeymoon so like you buy you yeah, spend, like a couple hundred yeah i get that but that's also not long lasting i think like the most long i think that therapy will make your marriage last longer than your china but I've got to think of some other things, too, because that's a really short blog. <laughs> Let's move on. Thanks for listening to us ramble. Thank you so much for the thoughtful feedback. And we love learning from you. Bye. Thanks.